There's a movie that came out in the mid-90s that featured a man who had really difficult childhood and faced a lot of problems in his life. And it showed the man in his young adulthood sitting on his front porch when suddenly he stands up and just starts running. It records him in his narrative about his run saying, I just started running. And when I got to the end of the county, I decided to go to the end of the state of Alabama. And it describes him going as he runs, he goes from ocean to ocean, crisscrossing the country. Soon he gains a lot of popularity as people know him as the man who's running across the country and he's got a following. A lot of people are trying to ask him, why are you running? And he just responds, no particular reason. And then you get to the end of his narrative as he's reflecting back on his running. He has crossed across the nation many times. He's run for years, only stopping to eat, drink, and sleep. And he reflects on all of his running and he thinks he knows why he did it all. He tells us, my mama always said, you got to put the past behind you before you move on. I think that's what all my running was all about. You see, to leave behind all the struggles of his past, he decided to just run away and run from them. Have you ever felt that way? Like you have faced something frustrating, some event or something in your life, and you just want to walk away from it all and leave it all behind you. Well, this morning we continue our series on When Our Plans Fall Through. And we see two men who did just that. They had faced uh, very discouraging events and they were trying to just get past it all as they went out for a walk. This morning, we'll see, along with them, that God's solution for our troubles is far greater than just walking away from them and leaving them behind us. These two men, one of them is named Cleopas, were on their way on a seven-mile journey to return homeward. If anybody had faced anything discouraging, it was them. They had known Jesus from the start of his ministry up until the events of the time of his death. And the last few days had been terrible as they had seen him crucified, handed over to be killed, and buried. And so they're walking along the road, and even as they're walking to return home, you can tell it's bothering them because they're still discussing all these events, and they're saddened. One thing that we see from this account in Luke chapter 24 is that God never leaves his people. It might seem at times like God is not with us, but there he is. And he comes to us with his word to bring us encouragement in dark times. These two were about to see that, literally, as God himself appeared. Jesus came, it says, and walked up to them. And they're about to find out how God deals with troubles. Cleopas and his friend, as they're walking along, have Jesus interrupt them. And he says to them, what are you two talking about as you walk along the road? Cleopas answers, are you not someone from around here that you don't know what's going on? 
And then Jesus prods them on, what things? This would be kind of like someone saying in New York after 9-11, what airplanes? Or someone saying today in New York, what virus? Everybody knew what had happened with Jesus. Everybody was talking about Jesus didn't die in some dark corner. It was the news of the day, and it had these two men down in the dumps. So they explained to Jesus, this is what we've experienced. This man, Jesus of Nazareth, a man powerful in word and deed before God and men, we had hoped he was the one who was going to be the one to redeem Israel. But he was handed over to the chief priest and the rulers, and they put him to death by crucifixion. These men are outlining what has brought them down. And it didn't end there. They said, adding to their confusion, what's more is this morning, some of the women who were going to the tomb did not find him there. Instead, it says, they say they they saw an angel and the angel said that he's alive. And when some of the disciples, two of them went to go see and investigate, they saw it just like the woman said, but they did not see Jesus, only the empty tomb. Cleopas and his friend had the news of the day. And as they walked along, they were trying to figure out what had gone on. And you can see how they evaluated their situation. They took the reports of the woman. They evidently hadn't heard how Jesus later appeared to those women. And they had only the news that those women said they had a message from an angel that Jesus was alive. But the disciples, they didn't see him. Basically, Cleopas and his friend took the evidence of the news of the day. They used their own conclusions and they came up with their pessimistic conclusion that things did not turn out as they hoped. Their plans had fallen through and everything went wrong. Well, what did go wrong? Jesus makes that pretty clear. Jesus said to them, How foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets had spoken. The problem was that Cleopas and his friend had taken the the news of the day and they had tried to evaluate it without applying God's word to the news. And aren't we tempted to do that sometimes? When we hear something reported or some event happens, we are slow sometimes to apply God's word to that event. Maybe we hear of how there's a fearful spread of an illness and we start to wonder, will I be safe? And we take in the the news reports and we take in all the information around us and we begin to fear with anxiety. And maybe we also begin to wonder, what's going to happen in the future? From what I'm hearing, there's going to be trouble for maybe me and my family. Will my job be okay? Will I be able to support my family? Will I be able to provide for my family and others? and myself. And fears begin to take over as we first look at the the events around us and the things that are happening in the news and instead of applying God's word to it and making that part of our understanding of the news, we make our own pessimistic conclusions. And if that is our only solution, it sure does leave us reason to 
try to get away from it all, to try to just do what we can do is take a walk. For some of us, that literally now is the only thing we can do. And the world's solution might be, you'll be fine, you'll get past it, just walk it off, things will get back to normal. But if normal is living with uncertainty, if normal is living with not knowing what's going to happen in the future, and maybe there's a dark future around the corner, why would you want to go back to normal? And if normal doesn't answer our questions and leaves us frustrated and anxious, what good is normal? The world's solution doesn't offer anything for we, what we all face, which is, the un, which is the certain death that awaits us. You can't escape it. You can't just brush off death. You can't walk away from it. And leading up to death, yes, there will be many troubles in this life. So naturally, if your solution is to try to leave the past behind you before you can move forward, forward is filled with darkness and you can't just walk off the past. But even though at times we might fail to apply God's word and apply that to the news in our life, God comes to us. And he comes to us not just removing the fears and troubles of the past, but revealing, opening our eyes to see a bright future. The word of God applied to the news of today changes our perspective, removes our sadness and gloom, and gives us a burning joy. <clears throat> That's what God did for these two men. Jesus spoke to Cleopas and his friend. Did not the Christ have to suffer these things and to enter his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all scriptures concerning himself. Can you imagine that, that Bible study, the, the greatest, I'm sure, Bible study that was ever offered by the teacher Jesus himself, the risen Lord, explaining how all the way from Moses and the law and the prophets, everything pointed to him and his suffering and death and his resurrection as he was helping them to see in their sadness, though their plans might have fallen through, apparently, God's plans never fall through. And God is never confused, no matter how confused and frustrated they might have felt. Imagine this Bible study as Jesus revealed to them how Moses, who wrote about the one to come, pointed to the sufferings and the glory of the Christ. How Moses pointed about that, that one who would be born of a woman, who would, yes, be struck by the enemy, the devil, but himself would crush the devil in glorious victory. And how Moses and all the rest of the prophets wrote about the sufferings of the Christ and the glory that would follow. And how Cleopas and his friend heard from Jesus firsthand. Jesus talked about men like, like Job, who also was looking for a redeemer. And Job, who said in faith, prophesying, I know my redeemer lives, and that in the end he will stand upon the earth. And after my flesh has been destroyed, I will see him with my own eyes, I and not another. Job says because of that, his living God, his heart burned within him. Did Cleopas's and his friend's heart began to burn as they heard Jesus explain all these things revealed by men like Job, David, Zechariah, and many other prophets. 
God's plan included the suffering of Christ and the glory that would follow. He had redeemed his people. He had fulfilled his plan, and he was alive. Later that evening, Cleopas and his friend invited Jesus to stay at their home. And it was only then, after Jesus had broken the bread, and after he had spoken his word with them, that they then saw with their eyes and understood who this man was that they had been speaking to. It had been hidden from them. Isn't that the way it is? That God comes to us first by his word. And then after believing, we too, like Cleopas and many others, will see God keeps his plans and his plans never fail. When trouble comes in our life and we begin to wonder something like, will I be safe? Yes, for a time we might face dangers and troubles. But God is bigger than the troubles around us. Yes, we might for a time even succumb to the illness of something like a virus. But God is bigger than death. And his plan includes us following Christ, walking out of the grave and into bright glory with him. That's the bright future that lies on our path ahead. And we might wonder today still, will I be able to provide? Will I have food on the table? Apply God's word to the news. His word tells us that he cares for us, that the hairs on our head are numbered, and he knows what's going on, and he knows what we need. Trust in him for daily bread, who opens his hand to satisfy the desires of every living thing. Look to him for daily bread and remove all anxiety knowing in his love and care in Christ. It was the word of God that was used to open open the minds of Cleopas and his friend. It's the same with us today. Through his word, God removes our troubled past. He helps us to step and look beyond it to a bright future. And he helps us to see with joy instead of sadness, his plan fulfilled. Christ has died. Christ is living. God keeps his promises and carries out his plans and purposes for us. You know, at the end of that film, the man who had been running was coming close to the border of Arizona, and you could see it in Monument Valley. I suppose he didn't know how close to paradise he had really come, but it was there that he stopped. And he had gained a following of many people running with him. They all stopped and were waiting for him to give some sage advice on life. He simply said, I'm pretty tired. I think I'm going to go home now. The crowd was flabbergasted. Looking to that man, they they were saying, what what are we supposed to do now? You, You won't find help by chasing after the advice and solutions of this world. You can't walk away from your troubles and fears, but there is one man who can wash away all of our troubles and open our eyes to see a bright future. We walk with him, and through his word, he brings us that certain hope of joy, and he will take our sadness to see, with burning hearts of excitement and joy, what awaits us at the end of the road. Amen.